Hello everyone, my name is Kelly Barnett. I am a Recording One student here at Miracosta in Oceanside. And today I have Dylan with me. Hello, Dylan. Hi, how are you doing? All right, I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Thanks for asking. Awesome. Thanks for being here today. Of course. I'm glad I could make it. Yes. All right. So can you give us a brief bio of who you are and what type of music you make? Sure. Um, so I'm 19, going to Miracosta, uh, Oceanside in San Alejo. But um, I make music. I try not to say I make metal or rock or anything like that. I just try to sit down and just whatever comes out kind of comes out. But I don't know. I've been I've been recording myself for about uh, four years now, um, sometimes with other people, most of the time just by myself, but just kind of um, making stuff on my own. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So one of the questions we have for you today is, do you do any vocal exercises to get your voice ready for singing? <laughs> No, but I, I probably should. Usually what I what I try to do is I'll I'll ease into it with um a more melodic kind of softer song that isn't gonna just shred my voice right off the right off the bat and then I'll kind of ramp up the intensity as the session goes on. But I'll try to get all the melodic stuff out of the way first when my voice is still intact um, yeah. <laughs> beforehand. And where do you record? <laughs> I record uh, the real stuff in my closet in my room. Uh, I just kind of put a bunch of towels and blankets and whatever I can find uh, that'll absorb sound. I'll just pack it in there and um, yeah, just record with my little uh, Super 55 in the closet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I make do. Yeah. <laughs> So can you give us some more details? Like, how do you record your guitars, your drums? Yeah, sure. Um, so the drums are all digital, complete. Uh, it's it's Superior Drummer 2, but then I just kind of route everything through a bunch of uh, individual tracks and then process everything with, like, Slate plugins and some standard uh, Reaper plugins, which is the DAW that I use. And then um, guitars bass also fully digital i don't own any real amps so i just use virtual amp sims and i think that they sound pretty convincing if you can just uh, work the reverb in a in a specific way but yeah, i actually do very what? very little physical or uh, real world recording in my current setup wow so do you do any instrument recording live uh well i mean i have to i have to track the di's and everything of the bass and the guitar so i'll still have to get um some sort of input signal from the guitar but the actual um distortion and all the post-processing that's not what it sounds like going in it's gotcha. just kind of added in after the fact wow that's so cool <laughs> yeah. so much you can do these days at oh, home oh yeah totally it makes it hard to commit though i would say because um the sound is completely dry but you can just edit it to your heart's content you never have to stop editing it it's just you just can go on forever. So it's really hard to kind of draw that line of when you've uh, reached the spot that you wanted to and it's time to stop messing with it, you know, because yeah. I find that I continue to tinker with things months after they're kind of done, you know, mm -hmm. because it's just so easy to do. Yeah, you have to like let that perfectionism go a little bit. Come, definitely. Come to definitely. an end point at some time. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 I find that um, deadlines are very, very helpful in completing projects. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Self-imposed deadlines. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, somebody's got to set them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you have any mics or other gear that you use for recording? No, uh, the only microphone that I own is a sure uh, Super 55, which is kind mm -hmm. of interesting given my current setup because... Um, it's a it's a super cardioid, so it kind of picks up a little bit from the back. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have to fight with that a little bit when I'm tracking, since I'm so loud with my voice. Um, I find that the mic actually picks up a lot of the wall reflections. So I have to do a lot of kind of just on the fly sort of audio engineering to keep <laughs> things from reverberating too much in the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And then what kind of DAW or software are you using? Um, so right now for a DAW, or actually the entire time I've recorded, I've used uh, Reaper for DAW. It's just, I think it's uh, one of the most intuitive uh, DAWs that you can use. It's, it's kind of like WinRAR. I don't know if you know about that software, but it's like you download it and it's, it's free when you download it, but it actually does have a price tag. It's just once you've gone over the 30 days it just comes up with a message telling you to buy it mm -hmm. um, all the time so that's what I was doing with Reaper for many many years I just had the free version which is actually kind of the it's the full featured DAW um, and then the, the full version only costs like $70 so it's a really really good um, entry-level DAW it's fully featured it has everything that I've needed I've never run into like a wall where I've said like oh I need to do this thing but my DAW just can't do that. I can't automate that or whatever. It does everything totally fine for me. And then for plugins, I use the Superior Drummer 2, like I was talking about for the drums, mm -hmm. Bias Amp for guitar and bass, like sound of, or not sound effects, uh, for, <laughs> for the distortion and whatnot. And then, um, yeah, just uh, a lot of Slate plugins, I would say, because they have the, the everything bundle that you could subscribe to. It's like 15 bucks a month. But it, it literally gives you every single Slate plugin. Oh um, so it's, that's super useful because all their stuff is, it's modeled after like real kind of popular outboard gear. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of the interfaces look exactly the same as the real stuff. And a lot of it sounds extremely similar to the real stuff. So typically if I'm like watching a YouTuber or something that's like recording center, centric um, and they're kind of demoing a product that's very classic, I can go into my Slate uh, program and just kind of find something very similar to that to get that specific sound. And yeah, it's just a very like affordable way to kind of get into nicer plugins, I think. So I would really recommend those, the Slate Everything Bundle to anybody wow. getting into recording, yeah. Dude, that's awesome information. Thank you <laughs> for course, sharing. Of course, of course. So when you're recording, are you working with anyone else? Is it just you or do you have a recording engineer, mixing engineer, producer, anything like that? Um, when I was recording music for this other project that I used to be in called Self-Confined, um, I was actually pretty much 100% the passenger in that. Mm -hmm. That was kind of where I, where I learned to record and that's why I chose uh, Reaper was because the guy that I was recording with he had just uh, graduated from the Art Institute for recording. So he had all this knowledge about recording and whatnot, and he was kind of into the same music that I was. So um, he kind of showed me the ropes for a while, and um, I just kind of watched him work for 99% of the time. And um, eventually we kind of 
drifted apart personal and artistic differences. And um, I think by that point, I had absorbed enough from him to just kind of figure it out on my own. And, um, you know, there's so many resources nowadays with YouTube and Google, like anything you really like if I find that if you know the term for the thing you're trying to figure out, you can Google it and just figure it out. Yeah. So pretty much all my recording questions and whatnot, they've um, just been solved with a very quick Google search. So, um, yeah, I I, kind of nowadays I just record 100 percent by myself. (laughs) Thank you, Internet. What would we do without you? you? Thank you, Google. And what issues have you had while recording for this particular project, your solo music that you're working on? Yeah, um, <laughs> one of the one of the ones that sticks out to me is a very weird problem, but uh, it's probably just because I use so much gain on my guitars. But um, I use the set of open back headphones when I record, and um, I tend to have it cranked when I'm tracking, just because mm-hmm. I like to hear uh, the amp and not just kind of my strings. Um, but since the headphones are open back, yeah, I have, I usually have to crank it. And, um, for whatever reason, sometimes the click track will come through the guitar pickups and it'll completely ruin a uh, take and I have to go back and re-record an entire song or it's, it's ruined many things, but, uh, as it happens more and more, I become more in tune with it. But, um, aside from that, I mean, since everything is so digital and so controlled, I think the only real problem aside from that that I run into is uh, just any problems you would run into recording in a closet <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's not ideal um trapped in a closet just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely you know it's it's not ideal but the the entire idea is that you can make it work and I think that was kind of that's that's kind of what made me like music so much and what made me like recording by myself so much was because I think one day I just had the aha moment of like, wow, I I can do this on my own and I can make it sound like something I'm somewhat proud of, you know, yeah. and it just keeps getting better as I, uh, as I do this. So, um, yeah, I think it, the entire thing about running into problems is that there's always a workaround. You just gotta, you just gotta have the, uh, drive to look up a solution or yeah. Yeah, just troubleshoot yourself, you know? Awesome. Yeah. So with the music that you're recording now, since you're doing it solo, what happens if you perform live? Do you perform it live or is this all just recorded? You know, I, I don't think I've really gotten that far yet. I, yeah, I've thought about that and I think uh, the entire point of, you know, why I'm trying to do stuff by myself and just putting out music instead of waiting for other people to jump in on what I want to do, um, it's just the kind of compile what I can do so I can present it to other people and, you know, show them here's, you know, my taste. This is how I write. This is what I sound like when I record. And, um, maybe from there, some people will jump on board that play other instruments and I can have a full band when I play live, or I can use that to get into somebody else's band. But, um, I think for the current music project, I'm not, I'm not really focused on, on live performances. Really. It's really just all the music that I'm making right now is kind of just a, it's a way of me to get something out of myself. I find yeah. it's just, uh, it's, it's very therapeutic, very therapeutic. Yep. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
it's just nice to get yeah. something off your chest every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's a good outlet. Yeah, definitely. So who are some of your musical influences? <laughs> oh, a lot. Uh, I try to not stay uh, tied down to any band or genre or anything. I'm, I'm probably a headache to talk to about music because, you know, <laughs> last week I, I was on like a pop kick. I was listening to a lot of Gorillaz and Black Queen and stuff. And uh, this week I'm just listening to a lot of just crazy music, a lot of Daughters and like Dillinger Escape Plan and stuff. But um, I just try not to, I try not to stay like sedentary in one thing because um, I feel like it's kind of disingenuous to think that you only like metal or you only like uh, pop or w whatever it is because I don't think people think in one emotion, you know. Yeah. I think it's, it's emotions are a very mu multifaceted thing and I think that every kind of music definitely has its own place. It's just, you know, what do you want to, uh, what, are you, what are you trying to listen to right now? What, what, what speaks to you in that specific moment? Yeah, it helps to stay open-minded. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't want to be that guy that uh, a pop song comes on or whatever, and I'm like, ah, I, don't, I don't listen to that. I, I just do metal. Do metal's, <laughs> metal's the only thing. <laughs> but yeah, I try not to be that guy. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, a couple more questions. Um, What made you choose to attend Miracosta? That one's pretty simple. Um, When I got out of high school, which is... A little bit over a year ago um i think that was the first time in my life where i was like okay i gotta i gotta do something and i gotta do something quick because um my time in the nest is quickly running out <laughs> <laughs> so uh i think when i graduated from high school like a week after i started sending all these emails to um just any studio that i could find in san diego um, asking for internships, asking if I could go sweep their floors, <laughs> it's just anything to get me uh, in the door. And um, yeah, I think of the 15 or whatever that I reached out to, I think only three came back to me, uh, which is kind of as expected. Um, you got to, that's something you got to definitely like stay on top of. Um, but one studio in particular, I forget the name, but their thing was they're very uh analog centric they do a lot of their recordings with analog gear um they were Which saying is like the opposite of what you're doing now exactly <laughs> oh yeah it's, it, yeah but i'm a total analog guy i love analog sound i love the workflow of analog even though it's a total you know pain in can i cuss <laughs> pain in the booty pain in the booty yeah it's it's total pain in the booty um but uh, they they came back to me and they were basically saying, you know, we'd love to have uh, an intern around here, but we don't have the time to just train somebody that doesn't know how to use any analog gear. So they gave me a very, very uh, helpful reference and they said, well, why don't you go down to um, Miracosta and talk to Stephen Trow in particular because they, um, they had had history with him. So um he I, teaches here yeah right? yeah he actually okay. taught my my uh recording arts one class he was a great Ooh. teacher a great guy uh mr trow yeah definitely <laughs> if you haven't shout out yeah <laughs> great great guy but um i got recommended to him and uh so i just started kind of looking at maricosta and what they offered here and i just i found that the music technology program here was extremely extensive and 
for a community college especially because you know everybody they they want to go to a university or just mm-hmm. any sort of higher level college and you know that's great but I'd also like to be able to not pay bills on my my education for the rest of my life. You don't want a student loan for the rest of your life? <laughs> no, I can't say that's that's something <laughs> I desire personally. But you know, I I just thought that Miracost, the for the price that they uh, they offered everything at, and the the people working here, and the facility itself, it was just a great stepping stone for me so I just decided to come here and um, just kind of fully immerse myself in what I'm trying to learn and yeah just try to better myself what's your major um uh, music technology awesome yeah (laughs) yeah very focused Yay! okay so I have one more question for you sweet (laughs) so we've been talking about all the music you're working on so where can everyone listen to it (laughs) that's a good question so um, currently, I only upload to SoundCloud right now um, under the name of Defamy. It's spelled uh, D-E-P-H-A-M-Y. Um, just look that up on SoundCloud. But um, I'm intending to release an EP hopefully this summer, and um, I want to do a Bandcamp release under the same name. Um, so yeah, it just SoundCloud for right now, though. <laughs> All right, so my music's on SoundCloud. Are you on Instagram or Facebook with your music? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. I upload little updates on Instagram. Same name, the Defamy, D E P H A M Y. Awesome. Well, I actually had a chance to listen to your SoundCloud. Awesome. And I was totally blown away. Thank you. I appreciate it that. It is amazing. <laughs> Everyone, go check Dylan out. He's got great things coming out, and we're going to keep in touch and keep getting those updates from you. Thank you very much. All appreciate right. It. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this episode was produced and engineered by... Kelly Barnett, Sequoia Clayman, Joey Ferlet, Guillermo Palumbo, and Fran Carrasco. Artwork by Fran Carrasco. Music for this episode is provided by Defamy.